Welcome to Dynamic Thriving Audio Blog, where we're very spiritual with a good dose of practicality in support of your life transformation. This is your host, Marianne Pack, spiritual guide and oracle for the many. Today's audio blog is entitled, My Body Was Listening to My Negativity. Negativity kills. It kills love, peace, harmony, careers, advancement, health, relationships, our energy, our zest for life, and on and on. When I was a young girl, I started getting negative. Not always, mind you, because I was still a happy, bubbly girl when I felt free to play outside in nature or be with friends and family. I allowed my happiness to become conditional. I believe I began to react with negativity because I was told so many times that something I thought would be fun was against our religion, or we don't do that, or that's not for nice little girls. It seemed like much of what I wanted to participate in was wrong and not allowed, even a sin. So decisions would be made for me, what I could do, how I would do it, what I would wear, who my friends were, when and where I could do anything. Not much in the way of freedom of choice. This hampered my decision-making skills too. I wasn't taught to trust my own inner guidance. I felt so stifled and bound up. My freedom to choose what would be pleasurable for me was denied for being improper. That made me question my goodness, my worthiness. I couldn't understand it when it looked like fun. Why could it possibly be so bad? It felt all very constraining and difficult to manage. On the one hand, I wanted the approval of my parents by pleasing them with obedience. On the other hand, I was a rebellious little sass who wanted my freedom. I wanted to do some of the stuff my friends were doing, and their parents didn't seem to feel it was inappropriate. I just couldn't keep all those rules. I was always getting into trouble for not being obedient. Then the guilt trips would ensue as I was shamed into compliance with many tears and intense emotions. This makes for an angry, frustrated, confused child, and I started having nervous tummy problems. I would hold in so much of my desire because it wasn't really safe to ask for what I wanted. All I wanted was to have fun, but asking to do something brought down shame on my head for speaking up about my desires. No was a frequent answer I heard when asking to do something. It really discouraged me. Understand that I accept fully responsibility for having created these life experiences. I understand that I came here totally blended into the wholeness of who I am, spirit, mind, and body. It is always my resistance to what my inner being is guiding me to that creates my anger, frustration, and health deterioration. Only 
I allow my alignment with my inner source to continue and be steady or pinch myself off by focusing on what's happening around me, feeling bad, and then creating life experiences I don't really want. So I'm not bashing my parents. I'm not blaming my parents. They loved me tremendously and were wanting to protect me from perceived dangers. They were simply doing their best with what they had. They were raised by folks who had lost the use of their inner guidance system. They had learned to conform to the rules they were taught. I loved and adored my parents. I just couldn't understand why life was so difficult to manage and not terribly fun. I was all about the fun, but it got so squashed so often by my perception of a lack of freedom. By the time high school rolled around, I was having migraines. At that time, I didn't have a diagnosis. We just called them sick headaches. Some of you may know the migraine I'm talking about. The ones where you can't tolerate light or sound, head pounding, and throwing up your guts for 24 hours. You know, the fun ones. During college and after graduation, when I started working, my migraines worsened in intensity and frequency. One day, I was standing in the restroom at work, and I saw a shadow on my throat. It was a lump. After seeing my doctor, I was diagnosed with a cold, hard nodule in my thyroid. The surgeon was able to lift it out and leave my thyroid lobes intact. That was when I was 22 years old. I remember on this vacation with my folks in Colorado when I was 24 years of old, 24 years of age. I looked pretty good on the outside, but on the inside was another story. I remember being so freaking sick with a migraine during that trip. My poor family had to endure me being so sick all night long in the camper and throwing up. Gross. By this time, I was really good at complaining. You can't blame me, right? I had a shit ton of com- to complain about. Look how sick I was. Actually, I was the queen of complaining. I could out-complain anyone. I could find every little thing that irritated me, angered me, disgusted me, offended me. You name it, I could complain about it. And you know what? My body had been listening to me since childhood. My body was deteriorating in health with every passing year. Married at 24, babies at 27 and 29, well, I might as well say I birthed toddlers. My first son was 11.3 pounds, and my second son was our wimpy 10-pounder, and I was only 5 foot 3 inches. Not easy pregnancies, nor deliveries. Yep, natural, no cesarean sections here. Depression was a frequent companion. Three miscarriages, gallbladder disease, Graves' disease, irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, and don't forget the ever lovely hysterectomy at 40. Hmm, seems that I'm forgetting something. Oh yes, more surgeries and waking the babies up in the middle of the night so I could go to the ER for more pain and nausea drugs. 
when I had migraines and radioactive iodine to kill my thyroid because of my autoimmune disease. If only I had known. If only I had known that it was me who had created all this dis-ease in my body. In 1993, I I was 34. The prescription drugs and stress had finally taken a toll on my mental capacity. We were transferred to Texas and had been there just about a year when I had my wake-up call. I was driving with my babies in the back seat of our Volvo wagon, going to the grocery store, and suddenly I didn't know where I was. I didn't know if I had passed our exit or if I just hadn't come to it yet. That scared the shit out of me. I knew this road. I pulled over in tears, gathered my senses, and made our way back home. That was it. I knew if I didn't do something immediately, I wouldn't see my 40th birthday. I truly believed this would kill me. So you know what I did? The next day, I marched myself into a health food store and told the owner to fix me. Yes, I asked for help. I was desperate. I needed to start feeling better in my body so I could think straight and figure out what to do. I had been so consumed with concern over my poor health. Every event was governed by how I might feel. I couldn't plan things because I never knew if I would be gut-wrenchingly sick. Still, I was a wife and had to raise two sons. I didn't want to die. Relief came quickly with my first natural detox, the same one I've used all these years and offer to my clients. It's that good. In the very first week, I didn't have a migraine for six days. Now, you may think that's nothing, but I had been having migraines every two to three days. I couldn't get more than three days without a full-blown barfing up my guts, excruciatingly painful, drugged out migraine. Try that raising two little boys, homeschooling while your husband works long hours and no extended family at all in the area to help. The next migraine didn't come for two weeks. Glory be! The herbals and nutritional supplements gave my body so much help to begin healing herself. My health continued to improve. Since I was seeing such improvement, I studied everything I could get my hands on about alternative healing methods, which opened a huge world to me. Although my feeling of well-being didn't come until I chose to change my mindset. Once I began to receive increased physical wellness, I was open to evaluate my beliefs and thoughts. I was open to finding out why my body had deteriorated. I began studying about metaphysics, basically the study of how our mind affects our physical world. This led me to studying the law of attraction, which states, that which is like unto itself is drawn. Like attracts like. I wanted to know what likes were attracting. I learned that it was all about vibration. My vibration of thoughts and emotions were affecting my physical body. 
and what experiences were coming to me. What an amazing awakening. I was truly creating my own reality and didn't know it. That allowed me to realize that it was me who was creating my illnesses and unwanted life experiences and that I could change it just by adjusting my beliefs and thoughts. I learned how my body had been listening to my negativity all along. I was complaining about other things way before I had physical issues to complain about. My body was listening to my complaints and figured I just wanted more to complain about. So boom, here's some suffering for you. Oh, now you're complaining more. I'll give you more physical deterioration because I really can't take your complaining anymore. Finally, I learned how to feel good how that feeling good was key to my well-being. I decided to make feeling good my number one priority. Wow! When I began to pay attention to how I was feeling throughout the day, I learned to trust that my feelings were telling on my thoughts every single time. I didn't have to monitor my thoughts, just my emotions. My inner guidance system was indicating what direction I was heading. If I felt good, I was heading in the direction of what I wanted. If I felt bad, I knew I was heading in the direction of what I didn't want. What a relief. I finally had the tools to adjust my moods. I didn't have to wallow around in my self-pity any longer. I actually could control my thoughts by how I felt. I could control my moods. When when I started adjusting my thoughts by noticing how I felt, I began to feel better on the inside in my spirit. That's when I began feeling my natural well-being. Then I learned about who I really was, that I was an extension of source energy. I was not only a physical being, but a non-physical being who was calling me to live in vitality and joy. I learned that when I would think better feeling thoughts, I felt the wholeness of who I really am. I learned that my inner being only felt good and could never feel bad. And that when I felt bad, it was just me thinking thoughts that my inner being wasn't thinking at the same time on the same subject I was thinking about. Well, that's easy enough to change. I easily identified when I wasn't thinking like my inner being because I would feel bad. I felt distant from my wholeness, and that felt bad. So when that happened, I adjusted my thinking until I could feel better. Then I knew I was back in alignment with the thinking of my inner being, which feels amazing. Guess what else happened? My body was listening to what all the happy thoughts I was thinking. She started feeling better. She started feeling really good. I noticed that I did my work and I moved around and I felt vitality that I'd never experienced before. If everything was, is everything as perfect as I would like? Nope. 
I still have some work to do. It's a lifelong journey that I'm willing to take. I have relapses in my mood and my body lets me know by an ache or pain. When I clean up my thoughts, poof, gone. Every day I work on my inner transformation. I'm in this for the long haul and look to mentors. I hire coaches to guide me, study, and work on releasing my resistance. I now understand that all physical ailments are caused by our resistance. We are literally creating our physical experience by our thought vibrations. Once I began giving up my resistant vibrations, I noticed that delicious feeling of overall well-being. I focus on my well-being. As a matter of fact, my word for this year is well-being. I appreciate my body, which allows her to receive the well-being she is asking for. I want to get out of her way to receive everything she wants. I am in such joy now. I have so much more clarity. I feel the unconditional love of my inner being toward me. I revel in happiness because I know that I'm the only one who controls my moods and I want to be happy. I love this quote from Voltaire who said, I have chosen to be happy because it is good for my health. If you search for Voltaire, you will see he didn't have a posh life. He didn't really have much to be happy about circumstantially. He had a death sentence illness of smallpox as a child and survived, was excommunicated and exiled for his stance about the overreaching power taken by his government and the established church. He lost his lover in childbirth, yet he chose to be happy and reaped the benefits of living a long life to 83 years old. Now, this may sound like nothing, but the average lifespan during his time was 40 to 50 years of age. That would be like us living in our, into our 150s. He knew something big. It also reminds me of the Bible verse that states, A merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. A happy heart is healing. Drying in the body is excessive heat, heat which is caused by inflammation. Our moods affect our bodies. I can't say this loud enough. So if you're feeling broken in spirit, hurt, traumatized, disempowered, depressed, or anything in between, know that you can change all that. It's not a life sentence. You have the power within you to open up to the joyous life you want to live with physical vitality and well-being. Maybe you have health issues similar to what I experienced. Maybe it's time to support your body with herbals and nutritional supplementation just to get you started feeling better. I had to get my body feeling better which finally led me to my mindset transformation. I've now been studying alternative healing and mindset transformation for over 27 years. I can guide you with supporting your body as a holistic coach 
I can also support your spirit mind transformation as your spiritual guide. It's a matter of altering your thoughts. All it takes is for you to notice how you're feeling and adjust your thoughts accordingly. This can be an uphill struggle without a guide or mentor. I know I've done it both ways. It has been so much easier and I transform far more quickly when I have a mentor or higher coaches. If you resonate with this post, I invite you to schedule a call with me to discover the life you truly want to live, how you want to feel, what you want to experience, how you want your body to feel. Who do you need to become to live your dream life? It's this gap between where you are and who you need to become to live your dream life that we navigate during coaching. It's all up to you. You can schedule a complimentary Discover My Joy and Well-Being call with me. You'll find it available on my website, maryannpack.com. Don't wait and suffer more ill health unnecessarily. Allow this post to be your wake-up call. It's time to transform your life now. I know you're on a quest for more joy, more life. We all are. It's because our inner beings are calling us there. That's why you feel the tug to make this call. Do it. Answer the call of your inner being to become the person you intended to be when you came into this physical life. I look forward to being your guide to a happy heart and a happy body. If this post resonated with you, please like, comment, and be sure and subscribe. This really helps my work expand and touch more lives with joy. Thanks in advance. To your happy, healthy, spirit, mind, body, this is Mary Ann Pack, your spiritual guide and holistic coach. P.S. You're always welcome to email me your questions here at Mary Ann Pack Coaching at gmail.com. And remember, you are joy looking for a way to express. <laughs>